Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. As a lifelong fan of the Cleveland Indians, I can tell you this right now, I will never refer to them as the Cleveland Guardians. Even if you're not a baseball fan, you've heard the news by now. The Cleveland Indians have chosen a new name. After more than 100 years as the Indians, the team will be known as the Guardians beginning with the 2022 season. The current season is the last for the Indians. All in the name of political correctness, the team's ownership bowed to what seemed a minority of Native American groups and agreed to get rid of a name those few deemed offensive. Eliminated was the team's chief Wahoo mascot, a cartoonish character that indeed evoked a racial stereotype. That was, to me, a satisfactory compromise for the same reason that the Washington football team's decision to drop the racist name Redskins was the right call. Dumping Wahoo should have been the end of it in Cleveland. But no, the team declared that a new name would be selected, one that would reflect the city's history and traditions. Of all the names bandied about, my personal favorite, if change was inevitable, was the Spiders. A nod to Cleveland's first professional baseball team more than 100 years ago. It was personal for another reason. 30 years ago, I attended Cleveland Indians Fantasy Camp, where I was on one of six teams which competed against each other and against our heroes, the pros. We called our team the Spiders. Several months ago, when a website called The Athletic polled Indian fans about a new name, a number of suitable options emerged, and I was pleased that Spiders was among the top vote-getters. I was hopeful it would be the choice. I even bought a Spiders baseball cap offered online by an enterprising fellow who, it turns out, jumped the gun. I hope he's not stuck with thousands of those hats now. My second choice for a new name would have been the Cleveland Rockers, honoring the city as the home of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Shot down again. Another nice option would have been to simply rename the team The Tribe, a name everyone already uses informally. Most Native Americans are already part of a tribe, and they are justifiably proud of it. Instead, we are left with a name that will be difficult for countless Indian fans to fully embrace. Exactly what are the Guardians? In Cleveland, there are a bunch of statues on a bridge close to downtown. They are said to watch over traffic. So much for history, so much for tradition. It would have made more sense to honor actual humans. You know, the Cleveland Crossing Guards. <laughs> if the team was adamant about naming the franchise for a statue, there's a fine one right outside Progressive Field, which honors the great Bob Feller. Okay, maybe the Cleveland Fellers doesn't sound quite right. In the meantime, what about the Atlanta Braves? If the name Indians is considered offensive, what about the warlike mascot in Atlanta and that badening tomahawk chop and chant at every Braves game? I'm offended by it, and I'm not even a Native American. I have to believe Atlanta is now on the clock. There is one other upsetting aspect to the name change. I will never get to see the Cleveland Indians win a World Series. If the Guardians should ever pull it off, I'll be happy for the city, but not for those statues. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.